Welcome everybody to the Hostile Environment Podcast. I am your host, Number J. I am your housekeeper. I am your boy toy. I'm your fucking goddamn gardener. I'm whatever you want me to be as long as you're downloading and subscribing, which you are because I just reached 1,500 downloads and only 14 fucking episodes. So for those of you like me out there who aren't mathematicians and can barely count without asking for help, that's roughly 107 downloads per episode. That means at least 107 people have listened to me talk about jamming pickles and Cadbury eggs in their asses at some point through this incredible journey together. And at this time, I'd like to give a very special shout out to my female listener in Peru. And I didn't say her name previously because my English ain't so damn good. And I didn't want to insult her by mispronouncing her name. But she reached out to me after she heard me give her shout out on my podcast. And she asked me to say her name and say hi to her on the official Hostile Environment Podcast, episode number 15. So she emailed me at the official Hostile Environment email, which is j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. So she asked me to send her a shout out all the way in Peru. So here we go. Thank you, Nevadita, for being a fan and loyal listener to the Hostile Environment Podcast, all the way in the beautiful, at least I think it's beautiful because I've never been there and I'm almost fucking positive I never will, Peru. So thank you for listening and I can't believe you speak English and you listen to this show and uh, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll learn uh, Peruanese, I guess is your language. I don't even know what you speak out there. Anyways, moving on. Uh, So, you guys were down for a whole day without cell service. No phone calls, no texts, not over Wi-Fi. Did you fucking lose your minds? I know I did, only because my kid kid was out. Uh, I had to pick her up. She went and got some some necessities that she couldn't carry them while by herself. And she told me where she was. Unfortunately, that location, there's several stores in the area that are still essential. And I had to pick her up, and I didn't know which way to go. So I didn't know if I should go uh, east or west. So I tried to text her, and then I saw the bars on the phone doing like a night rider, fucking woo 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 back and forth. Did I thought it was my phone? So I did the fucking natural thing. I turned it off and tried to reset it, and it wasn't working. And I just took a shot in the dark, and I showed up at the the closest one to our house. Sure enough, she was there. I told her what was going on. I thought it was my phone. Then I checked hers, and she said no, she had the problem last night. So they're reporting that the problem started at midnight last night, but it started way before then. So uh, we don't know what happened. Maybe we're being attacked or cyber attack or hackers or any of this horse shit. I don't know. But I got to say, it was actually kind of refreshing not checking my phone every fucking seven or eight minutes to find out, you know, what was going on or a notification from one of my apps or fucking whatever. It was actually kind of pleasant. So I actually didn't hate it, but... Um, it is, as of now, it is 6.51 p.m., and I do believe that things are starting to slowly trickle in, and we're starting to get service again, so there is that. Um, so now that I've played Nice Guy Jay, and I've paid it forward by saying uh, hello to my Navita, my fan in Peru, now it's time, unfortunately, to go back to regular Jay and be a prick again. 
So let's talk about the show. But before we get into that, I get before we get into news and notes, anyways, um, I got to do my social plugs, get them out of the way now. Um, this is fucking nice and quick, so it won't be too painful. If you'd like to know how many times I've pleasured myself to Japanese anime, ask me on the Hostile Enviro IG page, which is host.enviro.pod. Um, if you want to ask me anything like um, the time I begged for money outside of the Taco Bell at 8 o'clock in the morning waiting for the liquor store to open, um, ask me on the Hostile Environment Facebook page. You can find me at j.cowell. Uh, if you'd like to know how successful I was with uh, when me and Tone stole a bunch of squeegees from the gas station so we could clean car windows at the intersection so we could grab liquor before a rave, tweet me at podcast underscore hostile on Twitter. And lastly, because I've already given out the email address and you'd like to watch me slow dance with, you know, my dogs wearing pink lipstick and dancing to Destiny's Child, you can follow me on TikTok at the hostile environment pod. So there you go. One too bad. All right, down to business. Let's do some news and notes. And there's a few that require some real conversation. So let's get to it, shall we? Um, uh, news and notes of a high, oh, sorry, no, no new news and notes on the local hostile environment official douchebag mascot, Chris Sky today. So let's talk about another kind of piece of shit. Let's talk about Jonathan Pentland. Who is Jonathan Pentland, you might ask? Well, he's an acting U.S. Army sergeant who lives in South Carolina, and he's a racist piece of cow shit. In case you guys are unfamiliar with the situation I'm speaking of, I will break it down for you the best I can. Jonathan and his wife live in a nice, quiet, suburban area in South Carolina, and they were on their porch or outside, and they saw a young black man in his early 20s, I think he's exactly 20 actually, walking through the neighborhood. You know, he didn't look like a gangster or a thug or like someone who just robbed a bank. He just looked like a regular 20-year-old kid. So it was this poor kid's walking through the neighborhood on his minding his own business, and these two people, uh, Jonathan and his wife, decide to leave their property to confront this young man. Um, all the while, of course, because this is the era we live in, his wife is filming the entire fucking thing on her cell phone because, according to her, it was for their safety from the twenty-year-old kid. And Jonathan begins immediately verbally attacking this, this kid, demanding that he leave the area, telling that he's not welcome, and getting right in this poor kid's face, you know, threatening to physically remove him if he doesn't follow direction. So he grabs the kid's arm at one point. He also pushes him, uh, pushes him at least more than once. Um, and the video that I saw stopped there. But I know there are more in-depth videos from the very beginning to the very end. So um, if you feel the need to scope that out on the Google machine, you know, feel free. Anyways, um, let's 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 commend this kid for, first of all for keeping his composure throughout the entirety of the confrontation, because um, this army prick was literally salivating at the chance to assault this kid, and um, you could tell he he just he wanted to, he wanted something to go down. Um, the size difference makes it pretty pathetic and ridiculous, especially because I'm sure that racist GI Joe has some pretty extensive hand to hand combat training from the army. So I'm sure his story about protecting himself and his wife from this kid won't stand up in court when it does eventually get there. Um, now, let's talk about the consequences of this jerk-off's action, shall we? Um, Jonathan was arrested that night and charged with third-degree assault, 
So that's something. Uh, how was he charged so quickly, you may ask? Well, Jonathan's moron wife decided to post the video on her Facebook page, thinking that in her backwards white trash mind that what they did was not only great and right, but justified. Well, of course, the video goes viral because they're both stupid fucking racists. And then Jonathan gets arrested. But wait, like they used to say in the 1980s uh, fucking uh, made-for-TV uh, advertisements there, but wait, there's more. This whole situation started because Jonathan didn't want black people in his neighborhood. So what's he going to do now that over 150 African Americans have showed up to his fucking front door on his lawn, on his sidewalk, with signs and blowhorns to protest what he did? It's fucking karma is what it is, and it's fucking awesome. So now, I mean, if Jonathan's neighbors didn't hate him before, they sure as hell do now, because not only is he outed as a racist, but all the screaming and the chanting and the singing and the news cameras and the garbage that's being thrown around on his lawn but eventually gets blown off because of the wind and blown on other people's properties, it's all thanks to him. And his career in the military, well, that's toast. Um, no way any black man and maybe even a white man would take direction from this army sergeant that's known to be a racist and been arrested for assaulting guy half his size. I mean, I wouldn't fucking listen to him, you fucking pussy. Um, so in closing to the story, fuck you, Jonathan Pentland, and good luck in the rest of your future endeavors wherever they may land you, you human garbage. Um, oh, and now a quick story from the category of Cry Me a Fucking River you rich fuck. Paris Hilton says her claim to fame gave her PTSD. Everyone unfortunately knows who Paris Hilton is. Uh, just a few episodes back, I believe it was episode number 13, maybe 12, um, I told you guys a story about how she rejected the idea of somebody making and selling a sex doll in her likeness. Well, now the stupid bitch is claiming that the sex tape that made her famous has given her post-traumatic stress disorder. She says it will it uh, will hurt her for the rest of her life, and it will always be in the back of her mind, and it's heartbreaking as well. Well, here's the thing about Paris Hilton. I didn't see her saying this um, any of the time that she was making those fucking horrible reality shows. Uh, she started off with that that one with that other blonde sketch bag, and uh, then she made a few more after that, so I didn't see her complaining then when the money was fucking rolling in, or, you know, some of the shitty movies she's made, she's made a lot of fucking straight-to-video movies, National Lampoon's, Dorm Days, Horror Days, or something like that, she's made a whole bunch of movies like that, uh, wasn't complaining then, um, and she wasn't complaining whenever the paparazzi would catch fucking uh, photographs of her flashing her dirty catcher's mitt, loose meat vagina, getting out of cars outside of nightclubs three times a week. But now that she's fucking, finally, she's burning out and the spotlight is going away and people are starting to finally forget about her. Now she's sad that some dude filmed her giving a shitty blowjob and getting stuffed like a fucking turkey and cries because it made her famous. Well, I'm sorry, sweetie. I just don't have any sympathy for you and your fucking billions of dollars because you got, you know, and it's left to you because your parents are fucking stupid rich. Well, this is a learning experience for any of you male, and most of you are males, except for my listener in Peru, um, maybe a few others, um, but let this be a lesson for any of you guys out there. This is a learning experience. 
not all porn is good porn. Because of porn, we had to live through 20 years of Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian and her fucking entire family who are now billionaires because of porn. And Kim's Olympic father became a woman and Kanye West almost fucking became president all thanks to porn. So gentlemen, stop asking for crazy porn from fucking nobodies because look what happens. Keep with the good old Jenna Jamesons. At least you know what you're getting. No more fucking, no more dirtbags. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Oh, recently, uh, I think it was two episodes ago, or maybe last episode, I talked about The Rock possibly becoming the next Terminator. Well, now he's made a huge splash buying a $27.8 million mansion in Beverly Park, which I didn't Google, but I'm guessing is in Beverly Hills, California. His property taxes are almost what I paid for for my entire fucking house, and the .8 in the $27.8 million price tag is more than I paid for my house alone. So let's quickly run over all of the cookie jars that The Rock has his hand in, other than acting, where he commands a salary of like $20 million to $25 million bucks a film, which most of lately are fucking god-awful, by the way, so I don't know who keeps paying for this shit. Um, he has his own production company called Seven Bucks Productions, which he named because before he got it in the WWF, he only had seven bucks in his pocket when he signed his contract. So that's why he calls it Seven Bucks Productions. He has several TV shows, including The Titan Games and Young Rock, which is actually pretty entertaining, I'm not going to lie. Not to mention Ballers, which was really good before it went off the air until the last season. The last season got kind of shit. Uh, he's got his own Under Armour athletic wear that is almost unaffordable for common people like you and me. Uh, he's got wireless headphones like Beats by Dre, except his own version. Um, he's got his own energy drink. He's got his own tequila company. He just bought the XFL after it went bankrupt for the second time. He has a wife and kids, and he works out two to three hours a day. And somewhere in the middle of all of that chaos... The best-selling author, who I actually have a copy of his book autographed by the great one when I met him when my daughter was, my first daughter, I believe was like one or two years old. He was at a bookstore in downtown Toronto signing autographs, and I shook the rock's hand. He wouldn't let me get a picture with him. Um, fucking asshole. Um, anyways, so other than being a best-selling author, uh, he has time to sleep apparently only five hours a night. And he's putting his toes in the water towards a future run at being president of the United States of America. And all of this, you may ask, where did it come from? It came from, do you smell what the rock is cooking? And that wasn't, I wasn't trying to be the rock there because I tried and I'm horrible at it. I was just trying to sound very stern. So that's not my rock impression. Although my rock impression is not much better. Anyways, talk about a grinder and a guy who never fucking sleeps or stops. The guy does it all. I, I don't understand how the fucking guy can keep track of all this, but he does, man. And that's why fucking people like him are where they are, where they are. Um, so, uh, oh, how about uh, who? How about this, guys? And I know I had to bring it up. Um, who watched the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight on Saturday night? Anybody? I mean, I know I did. Um, not before passing out and having my oldest daughter have to wake me up for the main event, though, because it was fucking awful. Thankfully, I did sleep through the scumbag Justin Bieber's little fucking dancing show, but I did catch Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg perform, which was pretty fucking cool and took me back, and I had my kids ask me who these people were, 
Although they knew who Snoop Dogg was because he's everywhere. He's in every fucking reality show. But they did not know who Ice Cube was. So I had to explain the whole NWA, which they'd stopped listening and they went back to their phones. So they still don't know who Ice Cube is. Anyways, um, yeah, da, 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah, I saw Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg perform, which was pretty fucking cool. Um, but the rest of the show literally could lick my fucking ball bag. It was a fucking disaster. There were like 12 musical performances. Uh, I had zero clue who the majority of them were. And yes, it's because I'm 42 years old, I understand. But when my kids don't even know who these people are, then there's a fucking problem. Um, the main event was a fucking joke. There was only four fights altogether, and they were all terrible. Um, the, the MMA fighter, uh, UFC fighter, Ben Askren literally had a fucking body like a bag of milk and Jake Paul knocked him out in exactly one minute. Oh, spoiler alert in case you haven't heard, by the way, sorry about that, but I'm pretty sure everyone's heard. Um, so although I fucking hated it and, it, um, I'm extremely happy I didn't pay for it. I'm not going to tell you how I got it, but I didn't pay for it. Um, the numbers that the fucking show did, if the numbers that are being portrayed are true, are staggering. Um, it is being widely reported that Jake Paul made almost $700,000 himself for the actual fight, which lasted one minute, exactly 60 seconds. Um, but if the pay-per-view numbers are legit, uh, it brought in 1.5 million buys. That means it generated $75 million in revenue. And that is where Jake Paul, my friends, will make a killing because he has a stake in the company that distributed the fucking fight. So even after paying Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube and Slater from Saved by the Bell and Justin Bieber and the fucking bag of milkman who got knocked out, that's more than enough money to throw around and will definitely get Jake Paul another big money fight. I don't know who it's going to be against. I mean, at this point, fuck, it could be anybody. Who fucking knows? Anyways, let me take a sip of this beautiful cold beer. Uh, this is the first time I've actually had a uh, daddy soda while filming this or doing this podcast, which anyone who knows me knows that that must be a fucking miracle. 15 episodes and I've done them all dead sober. Okay. Uh, let's move on to one more news item um, and then we'll flip over to headlines from your phone. Um, now th this isn't exactly a news article. This is a video that I watched and it, it needed more context. Uh, and I wanted to show you guys. So, um, I will be posting it on the hostile environment, social media platforms. Um, it starts out at an amusement park and you see the two employees arguing over something, but the guy who's working the actual ride, which is like a smaller version of a, a Ferris wheel. Um, it's, they have them at the CNE. I forget what it's called, but they have something like this at the CNE, um, which God forbid doesn't go out of business. Apparently, it's going to if uh, it can't open this year. So let's all pray for the exhibition because I might be the only person in the world that still loves it, but I fucking do. Um, so it's a smaller version of a Paris wheel, and the guy is is, is working it so aggressively that um, that the people are freaking out who are on top of it, and uh, the patrons on the ride they're screaming, and the people who are watching the patrons so i mean you got you assume you got parents with kids on the ride and shit like that they're all fucking screaming too so i'm gonna watch the video live it's the first time i've done this right now i'm gonna watch it with you guys i'm gonna describe what i'm seeing i'm gonna post the fucking link to the social media like i promised and uh you guys can judge for yourself what you think and here we go the mini the, the video is two minutes long i won't watch the entire thing so right now I'm watching the guy 
rushed the fucking the kids. He's screaming at another employee. The things are shaking back and forth. You can tell that the, the people outside are scared. Now the first employee just ran over and rushed the second employee and pushed him into a guardrail. Second employee is still screaming at him. Guy goes back to working ride. People are still not happy. The things are swinging pretty badly. I don't know if they're supposed to swing like that, but the people look somewhat uncomfortable. So I would assume that this lady started filming as soon as the argument started. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, now the lady getting off with her young child is very angry. Oh, and she just took a swing at the worker, and now a full brawl has broken out. And now there are one, two, three, four women all swinging on this one employee. Five, six women all swinging on this employee. Now uh, a guy in a, a Penny Hardaway jersey is trying to grab one of the girls, or the guy, I don't even know. There are seven or eight girls all attacking this guy. The ride has started again, and it's going extremely fast, faster than it's supposed to, I believe. The employee is nowhere to be found at this time. No one's working the ride, but the ride is going by itself. There are no employees. No one knows what's going on. Now some random dude in domestic assault apparel is trying to figure out how to work the ride and stop it. They're all getting... They're all getting told how to what buttons to press and what levers to push. The ride is going extremely fast. It's still going. No one knows what to do. And it finally comes to a stop. Oh, no, wait, it's going again. And now no one knows how to get it off again. Somewhere they're still fighting. Because I can hear him say, beat his ass. Anyways, you get the gist of it. That's the that's the video. I just want to know, out of all of this, at no point did anyone intervene and try and break up what's going on. You have to figure the safety on the people for the people who are riding the ride are probably a little bit more important than everything else that's going on. Nevertheless, anyways, I thought that was entertaining. Um, so, um, like I said, I'm going to post that, um, and you guys can fucking check it out. I don't know how much interest you have in actually watching it, but I'm going to fucking post it regardless. Alright, and now on to the most loved and talked about segment of the show. This is Headlines on Your Phone You'll Never See on TV. And I've only got two headlines today because one of them is so great uh, that it I, it's going to take over the, the actual fucking segment here. So with that being said, let's hit the first one, which is still pretty great, but not as good as the one that's coming up. And that's not much of a sell for the first one. Duh, i got to work on that. Anyways, moving on. A uh, woman shoots man 17 times by miracle, no shots hit target. This story comes from CNN Brazil. Uh, and I'm going to post the picture of this lovely lady who did the firing. Um, oh, sorry. CNN posted the picture of the lovely lady who did the firing. And both her fucking eyes are staring at her nose. Uh, her eyes are more crossed than the signals of a straight guy who gets a, uh, a look from a woman at a lesbian bar. Um, you have to see this picture. It's fucking, she's hilarious. Um, she could have had 170,000 fucking shots uh, with a gun and she might have hit this poor prick once and it would have been by accident. So like I said, I'm, I'm going to post a picture of this, uh, that CNN post. So I'm going to post the exact same picture 
on the uh, social media fucking podcast so you guys can all see what these uh, fucking dead ringer for Scarlett Johansson and a picture of the lucky man who got to wake up to her, uh, this fucking dumpster fire of a woman, every day until she decided to try and kill him. I couldn't find out why she was trying to kill him. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say it was infidelity, but I don't want to put that on men because we are not all fucking pigs. That's a lie. All right, moving on. Uh, Now, to what could possibly be my favorite headline from your phone I've done to date. And if it's not, it's definitely the top two or three. Um, for sure. I, 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 I fucking love this. This is the great. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Drywall crew for Matney Homes uh, fired after video surfaces of them getting uh, serviced by a sex worker on their lunch break. How great is that fucking headline? One of the greater Toronto area's largest property developers says it was extremely inappropriate and entirely unacceptable that workers associated with one of its drywall contractors had a stripper at a job site last week, not to mention in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, The still photos taken from the video show a woman interacting with multiple men at a construction site One man is clearly shown wearing a company drywall t-shirt while holding a Grey Goose bottle of vodka. The graphic video of the entire incident shows at least four men watching and two men touching the woman while she dances. Nobody in the video is wearing a mask or physically or socially distancing despite uh, what is mandated by the government for uh, job site rules. So when I saw this story, I, I had so many questions, comments, statements, jokes uh, rushed to my head, to my fucking brain. I almost had an aneurysm right on the spot. As soon as I saw it, I, I was, it was incredible. Um, let's start with the biggest question I have, and that is, who let some fucking asshole film this shit? Which one of these Mensa candidates thought it was a good idea to film something that could get everybody fired and sued and divorced and possibly arrested. And then, after I I can't answer that question, the next question I gotta ask is, why would you fucking post this somewhere? I know we aren't supposed to use the R word anymore, but... Are you fucking retarded? What is your major malfunction in life, you fucking tool? You need the fucking beating. You need a beating of biblical proportions. And if I was involved in this incident and you put this on your Facebook page so that like nine people could like your post or give you the fucking thumbs up, I fucking guarantee I would make it my life's mission to throw you in the fucking lake after I beat you with an inch of your stupid fucking life with a rusty crowbar. My third question is, how much money are you making to be a contractor subbed out to Matinee Homes if you're getting a blowjob and drinking Grey Goose vodka on your lunch break? 
So as I'm reading this story, oddly enough, I'm going to do some fucking hostile environment breaking news. I need to get that fucking breaking news music. I have an update on this story already. What are the odds? Um, the guy who fucking took the video and posted the video is apparently in the ICU at Sunnybrook Hospital for the beating that he received from the other guys who fucking uh, were in the video. And um, there's, a, there's a guy, and, uh, well, let me just get to this. Um, so, in, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is great. Um, I'm going to post the pictures. I have three or four pictures. There's some video, too. Um, if you, if you want the video, I'm sure you can find it. I mean, or if you want to message me, if you know who I am and you have my number, maybe I'll send you the video. I don't know, but I'm not going to post the video. Uh, it's, it's, it's really low class. I, I will post the pictures. There's three still pictures I have. Um, I'm going to post the pictures of these fucking geniuses. Why not? Right. Um, and so in one pic, um, this one guy, uh, so one of the guys is pouring vodka into the stripper's ass and another dude is taking a shot of vodka out of the stripper's ass. So, um, he's got a, he's doing an ass shot basically, um, at a construction site. It's fucking classy. Um, the other one, um, he's got his face buried in her no, no place, which brings up another question, which is who goes down on a stripper? Uh, it's pretty fucking disgusting. Um, and the third pick I have is, um, I mean, it appears to either be a simulation or maybe it's the actual active intercourse. I'm going to guess it's a simulation. I don't think he was banging her in front of everybody, but it definitely looked like that. Anyways, he was simulating banging her on a table, the same table he was actually going down on her. So this one dude is the, this, the one dude is the one who checks all the boxes. He was taking the ass shot. He was licking her box and he was banging her on the table. So the one dude really went for it. So I mean, I'm guessing he was the one who either paid for it or dropped the majority of the fucking money that it took to get this chick to a construction site. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to post those. Um, apparently the guy who I'm talking about, the guy in question here had a heart attack after, um, this went viral. Um, and not to be outdone, uh, the rumor are the, sorry, the rumor is that the contract that these guys lost to Matney homes is worth $148 million. I don't know that to be 100% true. That is something that got forwarded to me. I'm going to guess that it was something huge like that. Maybe not that number, but pretty fucking close. Um, so that being said, you know all the fucking details. How do you go home and try and work things out with your wife or something like this? Or do you just go home and fucking pack a bag and just run for the hills? Or maybe, fuck it, you know, maybe you don't go home at all. Because really, what's the point? There's no talking away out of this. You've just, everything, everything's gone. So, I don't know. I, 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 I don't even know if the guy who was doing all the really bad stuff uh, uh, is married. But uh, God forbid he was, because that's just too fucking bad. So, that's the end of the headlines segment of the show. But it is not the end of the actual show. Let's talk about Thursday's show. And what's coming up in the future for the podcast. Um, on the last show titled Killing Mr. Nestle, which, by the way, got great downloads, so thank you, um, I said I wanted to do an Ask Jay Anything show, and I wanted to possibly do it either today or on Thursday, but so far, I've only fucking got, I've only received um, seven questions, 
So I don't know if that's enough content content to dedicate to an entire show. Um, so if you got you guys have three and a half days to come up with some more questions or not, um, if you want me to answer anything, you know you know what to do. Otherwise, I'll have to deviate and like head in another direction. Possibly, uh, I, I mean, off the top of my head, I might just do uh, one of my shittier tone tales. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, you, you guys are, I've got to assume that with the downloads I'm getting, there's a bunch of you, you got to be pretty fucking creative. But if you're not, I'll throw you a few breadcrumbs. I mean, um, you get, like I said, I'm willing to ask any, answer anything. So if there's anything you want to ask, like, um, you know, how often do I go commando? Um, uh, how many times have I electrocuted myself? which the over-under is nine. Um, how long have I worshipped Satan? I bet you guys didn't know I worship Satan. Do I? You have to ask me. I'll answer it. Um, and where do babies come from? If you want me to tell you where babies come from, ask me on one of the social media platforms, and I will do my best. I will do some research, and I will find out where babies come from, how they're made, and how they're distributed. Uh, whatever you want to ask. Like I said, nothing's off limits. I don't hold anything back. Um, you've got questions about something from, you know, the other 15 shows I've done, go ahead and ask. Now's the time to do it. Um, as for upcoming events, uh, I've signed on to do a guest appearance on a podcast called Yoles Hangout. Um, apparently it's an interview comedy style podcast where they talk about everything that's, um, non-politically correct and they just go back and forth. So, um, I've signed on to do that. We've gone back and forth and we finally figured out, we've already signed, um, the only thing we're trying to figure out now is a date and a time for me to appear. Um, I will keep you posted on when I get some information that's concrete and you guys can either download that episode or you can get, uh, ask me and I will forward you the link because I'm going to be putting it on my social media, obviously, because this will be my first interview on another podcast and it's got quite a few downloads too. I believe it's out of Philadelphia. So, um, that'd be kind of cool. So I'm actually looking forward, really looking forward to this. I'm just hoping we can come up with a date and a time that works for everybody. Um, oh, before I go, did you guys take my advice and try the authentic Greek food from the Noble Olive? Did you do it yet? I, I'll know if you're lying to me. So if you say yes, I'll fucking know if you're lying. I'm telling you right now, go to the website, check out what they offer, and pull the fucking trigger. Make an order for the weekend, and let's face it, guys. Uh, right now, um, none of us are enjoying what's going on. Uh, none of us enjoying lockdown number three, but at the very least, we can enjoy some great fucking authentic Greek food um, with the ones we love, um, and you know, just get some food from the Noble Olive. You'll thank me for it later. But what, even if you don't get some food and you decide not to, at this time, it's really fucking important, guys. The people you're with, I know everyone's arguing a lot, maybe more than they usually do. I know you know people are getting testy. I know tempers are up. I'm guilty of as well. Um, you have to remember that everyone's getting like this and everyone's super frustrated. So please don't let it get to you. Remember who you love, get some food from the noble olive, uh, check out the links that I'm going to provide for you. Uh, Superman had his 83rd birthday yesterday. He still looks fucking fantastic. All the best to you, Mr. Clark Kent. Uh, Mortal Kombat comes out in four days. I can't fucking wait. Um, oh, and I watched a movie yesterday, last night, called Nobody, where the guy from Better Call Saul plays a character like John Wick. I give it a 6.5 out of 10. Um, I didn't love it. It was what it was. I find it really hard to believe that the shady lawyer from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul 
could be some sort of crazy martial artist. Um, I'm sorry, I just wasn't buying it. He just, I, I just eh, it was what it was. Anyways, that is it. That is the show for today. I will talk to you guys again on Thursday for hopefully Ask Jay Anything on the Hostile Environment Podcast. Have a great couple of days, and I will talk to you very, very soon. Bye for now.